Hey, Star Wars fans, welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. Lottie and I are continuing the Rebels rewatch. Now, the following episodes were pre recorded this past summer. We are now posting all of season one here on Star Wars Hangout. If you have thoughts on Rebels season two, get those transmissions in ASAP, and we'll feature you on the show. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. Hey, Star Wars fans, welcome back to our Rebel Rewatch. We are on to episode two. It's actually, so it's season one, episode two, Spark of Rebellion, part two. So this kind of came out, and there was like parts one, part two. They did they did kind of a special, all one uh, arc, one story kind of combined here. And uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to pick right back up where, where, where we left off. Um, we've got Lottie here with us going through her first watch hi friends <laughs> there she is and i am going to give her some context and just kind of talk talk her through now last time we left off there there was a trap okay mm-hmm. we had sensed a trap it's um, ezra and hera right on the ghost or in the ghost right so ezra is captured by agent callus so right away this happens ezra somehow opens the holocron sees a message from obi-wan kenobi ezra is saved by the ghost crew after learning where the wookies have been sent during the rescue of the Wookiees. Kanan draws his lightsaber, revealing himself as a Jedi. And together with the Wookiees, he defeats Agent Callus and escapes. Uh, having proven himself by opening the holocron, Kanan offers to make Ezra his apprentice. Okay, and I have my apprentice with me uh, as as we go through this. So, uh, just initial thoughts. Episode two. What'd you think? Yeah, so I asked you if that was part of episode one or two, because I'm not sure um, when uh, Ezra is still on the spaceship with Hera, and mm-hmm. um, there she's um, telling him a little bit more, and he's like, so he's learning, right? He's learning about mm-hmm. what they're doing, but he doesn't know everything yet. And he's like, I wouldn't stick my neck out that far. Who does that? Right. And Hera's we is like, we do. We do. Mm-hmm. And that's always the question, you know, fighting for a greater cause and you're sacrifice you're kind of sacrificing yourself and your time for a bigger cause right. and for a better tomorrow. And Ezra's like, no, I just want to, until this point, he would have been like, I just want to save my own skin or, you know, just provide for myself. I can be alone. And he even says it later on. I fight alone. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Right. Yeah, he has uh, right now he's just trying to survive and he's trying to figure out, you know, what to do. And I'm, I'm going back through here looking. Hera has, a, you know, some really good moments. So um, our crew boarded that transport to selflessly rescue Imperial prisoners is what she says uh, in the beginning of this episode. And she, I forget where it was exactly. She said that, but she did totally say, like, um, this is what we do. This is this is this is a, a being a part of the crew like they're. I mean, you also saw what they did in the last episode where they just gave away food to people who were outspoken on Lothal against the Empire. Yeah. Just, you know, the, the Empire is cruel and it's coming in, it's taking over their world, and it's just, you know, kind of using it. And you, I mean, you'll get more of that later on. You'll really get to see what the Empire is doing and why they're so bad. Mm. Right now, you just know, hey, they're not good. And Ezra doesn't like them. Um, the, the rest of the crew <laughs> Wait, doesn't like them. you or Ezra? <laughs> I also, don't li- I also don't like them <laughs> at, at, at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. So that was that is a really good moment where Hera talks about sort of, you know, living your life, um, getting more out of life, really, right? And, and being, 
yeah. kind of selfless and right. saying, I, I'm going to dedicate to bigger ideals, so a, a bigger cause and stuff like that. So it, it is really cool. And they do a really good job with Ezra thinking like, yeah, realistically, I don't want to do this. I'll right. stick my neck out. Like this is risky, mm-hmm. you know, but the reward is, is great. And the inter like what you're fighting for this cause that you're fighting for and everything. Like he starts, I think he felt it in the first episode when he saw the faces of, of the people who had been, they were so thankful that they had food yeah. and that they were looked after in a way. And so yeah. like Hera's like, this is what we do. Yeah. You know, and it's he's awesome. like, oh, wow. Okay. And it, it, it really is. So it's the spark of rebellion. And it's why Star Wars is so great because they go back and they hit this same theme multiple times in different ways. And it's just really, really cool. And it's a good lesson. It's a good tool for kids. I think Rebels is what, like, there's a there's a animated series before this. It's called Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and it's good. Okay, it has really good moments, highs and lows, good versus evil, all these all these cool things, great Jedi quotes and sayings. But this is a four season contained story. You follow one character. You follow Ezra Bridger. He becomes an apprentice. Okay, we're gonna get to that at the end of the uh, episode. What? Uh, what? <laughs> what? Uh, but he does, and so he's learning from Kanan from his master. And, and I think people would say, well, that, that's where we stop. No. Who does he first start learning from? Who first gets him? Hera. Hera starts teaching him well mm-hmm. before Kanan does, actually. And people kind of forget that. Like, she is gold in these episodes. And you pay attention yeah. to what she says, how she encourages the crew, how she leads everyone. Um, it's just it's just fantastic. And, and Kanan really looks to her for support. He's also a leader, but they're really good. Like, her moral compass is just great. Yeah. You know, so... Definitely. Um, okay, so I'm gonna kind of guide us through here. Just a couple more uh, big points. They are Ezra decides to run in and help everyone out. The Wookies are supposed to be in this transport, but they're not. They're not there. Uh, this is definitely a trap because at the end of last episode, uh, we realized that like like Agent Callus has been told about some of what's going on, and so he is starting to figure out like how can he how can he um, capture these rebels? Yeah, but it so, was. Oh, sorry. You know you're fine. Go ahead. But it was not Vizago who set the trap. It kind of was. Was it? Because, yeah, is that what you think? Is that what you thought? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he gave them the information, right? Right. But was he not maybe paid by someone else to, because who is he going to sell those, you know, like there's, there's, he's, he's an arms dealer and he's dealing in, in the, in the black market mm-hmm. information. He knows that Hera and others have asked about this and mm-hmm. that this would be a bait to kind of pull them into a, to a trap. Um, so he gets that information. He's going to get paid handsomely for it if they can capture some rebels and he knows, he knows some, so he used them twofold, right? To bring him stuff. And then he double crosses them sort of. So Vizago is going to be talked. Yeah. He's, he's just that kind of person who works for the guys who pay the most. He doesn't really care about any, you know, any fights or between the rebels, the empire. Right. It doesn't, he says business is the most important thing to him yep business is business <laughs> and he actually says about ezra he's like oh finally somebody on your crew who understands business yeah and that's all it is it's like nothing personal it's just well that's a great deal yep that's a great deal i can get more out of this partnership than i can that one sorry yep. there you go and so Vizago is doing his thing um so yeah that that's that's how sort of the the trap gets um uh, so they fall into the trap um so agent callus is there and uh they end up capturing ezra or should I say Jabba the Hut? <laughs> right? <laughs> that's funny to you, right? Because you actually know who Jabba yeah. the Hut is. Yeah. Because I remember when that first happened, you're like, that's not that's not his name. You know? No, yeah. And I no, I asked you, 
Wait, he did he really buy that? Right. Did Agent Callus <laughs> really buy that? Because he says he says, "Okay, Jabba." You know, right. And you're like, oh, "All right." I think he's just kind of playing along, but. Um, yeah, so then there's a really cool... So he gets captured. Zeb feels bad because Zeb is like... Ah. He says, you done well, kid. He kind of starts to appreciate that he did come back and he, he helped them get out of the trap, but he can't help... You know, I mean, Ezra gets caught, you know? And he doesn't know whether to say... And really, I think from Zeb's perspective, by the way, I want to stand up for him here in this episode. I think he didn't know that Hera and Kanan were trying to test Ezra to see if he had the Force... If the force was with him, they were just—he was trying to let. He's like, all right, look, Ezra got captured. We're not all going to risk our our necks for him because he's with the with the um with the Empire. They'll go easy on him. He's a kid. They might just put him in the Imperial Academy. That'll be a better life for him than it would have been running the streets of Lothal. And I really think he's sort of like, it's okay. We're the ones who like Ezra really is not connected to us. And so, in truth, he probably could just deny. Like, I have no idea who these people are. Right. Like, sorry, I got picked up. I got mixed up in it. But like, uh, what, what do you guys want to do? I think Zeb does sort of think that'll be better. And then Hera and Kanan are like, no, there's more to this kid than meets the eye. Right. They know he has the force. They also know Kanan specifically knows what the Empire will do to someone who has the force. So there's that extra layer that's not spoken in this episode, but they're ready to go. Like, they don't really explain that to Zeb. Zeb's just sort of like, all right, fine, we're going to go back. Right. We have to go back and, and help him out. So, yeah, you're typing something? Yeah. Like a good question? Yes, because I, I was going to tell you, I love how the relationship between Ezra and Zeb uh, evolves over the first mm-hmm. couple episodes. I love that. And um, how, yeah, they kind of first, I mean, we get this whole notion that Zeb, he's really annoyed by Ezra. He just wants to get rid of him. He just right. wants to fight with him all the time. He doesn't know why we're even... Uh, you know, risking all we have to, to save him. But I mean, later on, maybe it's too early to say this, but maybe I forget later to say it but because, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just going to say it now. And I'm sorry, I have to quote something here from Harry Potter because later Please on, do. they they just become real good friends over, um, you know, over fighting or having the same enemy and fighting together on the same side right and it just so reminded me of uh sorcerer stone or philosopher stone um when hermione granger at first ron yep. and her they are they're not nice to each other they kind of are um yeah like uh, bickering here and there and he's really annoyed by her um but then they fight a troll together mm-hmm and right. they really um, step up they and bond. bond over that. And it's that quote. I love it. It's um, It goes like this. But from that moment on, Hermione Granger became their friend. There are some things you can't share without ending up liking each other. And knocking out a 12-foot mountain troll is one of them. Yeah. Yes. That's great. That That is the perfect that you're, you're right. Like that's exactly what's happening between uh, Ezra and Zeb. They share a moment like the troll in the dungeon or wherever it was the bathroom right i guess um (laughs) but they they share that moment and uh in the form of saving one another uh sort of having each other's back so like right now it's this back and forth like ezra came back to get them zeb like he gets he gets caught and then zeb's like all right now we got to go back and it's it's just kind of back and forth and it's through those exchanges that they become closer right and so we're going to see that relationship (laughs) 
grow. And it's really, it is really cool because right now, even though Zeb's much older and everything and stuff, he's, he's kind of like an older brother, this bigger yeah. kind of whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's this, actually good. Yeah, this yeah. punk kid is in here with it. him. Because yep. they bunk together. I think uh, Ezra's oh, got yeah, top, <laughs> top bunk and then Zeb's on the bottom. They do. And so. they're just, uh, they end up uh, beating a bunch of stormtroopers. And I made a really, yeah, discovery here. But I, it seems like the main line for the stormtroopers seems to be, what the? And what then the? they stop. Like, what the? It seems to be so easy to conf- yeah. to confuse a stormtrooper, and I was like, I want to see, you know, we're those kind of people. We just want to, you know, we want to oh, see yeah. more. We want to learn more about people, and they're all just people. And like those stormtroopers, they live a miserable life, I think, and they're tricked all the time, and yeah. they're like, what the, what is going on? The, yeah. No, yeah, we. I want more. I want to know more about these poor stormtroopers. <laughs> That is actually so cool that you say that because we're going to get more in Rebels. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Uh, a bit more. Not like really their day in and day out, but they do sh- sort of show you some of... Do you remember in The Mandalorian when those two scout troopers were sitting on their bikes and they're kind of talking about stuff? This You might not remember this. This was in season one when Grogu was being brought in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're, like when, when they, one of them takes Grogu on the speeder bike and is speeding away. Yeah. Uh, Quill is, is running away. But you have a moment with the scout troopers where they're kind of talking this casual like... Like, I don't know, man, I wouldn't go, but like, like they're talking about Moff Gideon and what he did to a whole unit. And they're like, Jesus, yeah. cow, this is crazy. This guy's nuts. Um, so they have those moments where they're just, they're talking because in episode four, um, in, in a new hope, there's a lot of conversation between not a lot, sorry, a little bit of conversation when Obi-Wan is deactivating sort of the tractor beam and, and like letting the Millennium Falcon get away in mm-hmm. episode four, he comes across a couple stormtroopers who are like, what was that? Right. And, yeah. it's, and they, they, they look back and they're like, what was, what the, you know, and they like look back and it's like, ah, oh, that's nothing. Right. And they turn back. He's like, yeah. you hear anything about this new T-16? And they start talking about just some whatever. Yeah. Uh, I speeder. love that. Yeah. And it's like they have these, these normal conversations just about like they're on a job and they're sort of like, yeah, what do you do? Well, like, it's almost like, what are you doing after work? Oh, did you hear yeah. about the new program they're implementing? Yeah, no, it's going to oh, be terrible. Yeah. I like, love those casual, moments. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I, I remember that was a scene in avatar uh last airbender when i think it was right at the end sokka was um was being sokka and he yeah. took um all the ships the the what they call it the that are not planes but they fly oh yeah they have what like a uh, hot air balloon yeah yeah, yeah. yeah right and they're like and he's like you know trying to trick the crew getting them all in one room or something and he's mm-hmm. like oh yeah it's so-and-so's birthday uh we have a huge <laughs> celebration you know go you all right. go deck i don't know 105 or i don't know right 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 yeah we're all <laughs> going then, down for the celebration right yeah. and then you see that one guy, it, it <laughs> you see that scene with that one guy who's it's like wow i can't remember the boss remembered my birthday <laughs> yeah, yeah he's freaking out yeah or like two yeah. two guys then talking like do you do you know whose birthday it is i don't know and yeah. they just walk together. We're too. just going <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just love that. Moment. No, that's yeah. a very stormtrooper, cool. a buckethead moment. Right. Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> that's sort of what they do. And you see them sort of like, huh? What? Hey, you know, what yeah. the? Yeah, you're right. So the, the what the was said uh, multiple times in this episode by uh, stormtroopers. So, yeah, just re- just really cool. Um, okay. So and also just so we cover this, I want to say that uh ezra comes across one of my favorite characters obi-wan kenobi oh my gosh please look at my notes what does it say let me see (laughs) obi-wan with the heart-eyed emoji let's go i'm training her in the ways all right i'm proud of you right now because you are my you are my like my 
Obi-Wan. You look a little Aww. bit like Obi-Wan. You're a great master. You you know. Sweetie, I, that's so sweet. <laughs> I'm so happy so, you said that on the podcast. I want you to, you know, one day you'll cosplay Obi- Obi-Wan. Oh, I will. Um, Actually, yeah, we're not going to uh, Celebration this year. And uh, we're going to cover it from afar. So that you're going to help us out with that. Uh, we're going to have a weekend uh, just covering Celebration. But in the future, we definitely are. And I, I'm going to go as Obi-Wan. And I can't believe you said this. You're like, I want to go as Padme. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay yeah, like let's go there's there's some fan fix out there for that you know um <laughs> but no i think that would pretty, be pretty cool i also have a few other ideas for uh cosplay avar chris throwing out the whole like i think i showed you a picture of that jedi mm-hmm. um in the in the new republic the new stuff these new books that are coming out okay and you kind of look just like her which is pretty cool because they did some concept art and you just have the same sort of you know features Cool. Be cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 that's cool. I love Obi Wan, and I'm glad that you, you know, because he's he's the first Jedi we see. You know, yes. in, in in Star Wars, he's the one that Luke comes across, um, and he talks about the Clone Wars and serving with his father, with Luke's father, Anakin Skywalker, in the Clone Wars. And you're like, who is this guy? Is this old Ben? And I, well, first, first he's thinking, you know, the whole the whole bit about like, um. Is, is is the droids looking for somebody called Obi Wan Kenobi? Yeah, and then then old Ben Kenobi says Obi Wan, Obi Wan Kenobi. Now that's a name I've not heard in a long, yeah. long time. <laughs> and so it's it's really it's really cool. And I really wanted to do this Rebels rewatch too, so that you're ready for the Kenobi series as well. Even though it's going to be slightly before this, yeah, you just get some context about what's happening during this time, the Inquisitors and all that kind of stuff. Right. I was just yeah. going to say that um, the things that we learn about the Inquisitors, the Grand Inquisitors. That's part of the show. That's important for the upcoming show, right? Uh, yeah. So, like, you're going to see at the end of this, um, when Kanan reveals himself to be a Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, Agent Callus goes to the Grand Inquisitor and says, Grand Inquisitor, sorry to interrupt, but I believe I've come across a Jedi. And he says, you were wise to bring this before me. You'd be like, like, this is good. If you hid that information in the Empire, you'd be fired. You'd be probably executed. Who knows? Like, it's a super bad offense to, like, not report Jedi activity. Yeah. So, yeah, they're still being hunted. The Grand Inquisitor is still doing um, his thing. So, actually, I think in the trailer for the Kenobi series, we saw the Grand Inquisitor. He's in it. Mm-hmm. Because it happens slightly before... Uh, season one, episode one. I think it happens about five years prior. Um, I think four or five years prior is when Kenobi takes place. So the Grand Inquisitor has been hunting all of these different Jedi. So he's had some sort of experience with Kenobi, actually, wow. prior to this. So yeah, it's like we yeah. kind of we kind of already know that the Grand Inquisitor will live through the Kenobi series because we see him in Rebels. So we know he has to make it. Mm-hmm. Now we're not so sure about all the other Inquisitors who are going to be there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's a that's a great that's a great question, great uh, kind of point. So, anyways, yeah, okay, we have we have that trust in the force moment with Obi Wan. Um, Ezra then escapes, and all these all these cool things happen, uh, where he runs around, learns about where the Wookiees really are over on Kessel, and then they go to kind of uh, capture or sorry, I'm sorry, uh, rescue the Wookiees. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Ezra's little? Have you noticed he has this like slingshot, yeah, like, energy thing? Yeah, so it's just a slingshot, and it's like an energy blast. It's it's not very strong. It's kind of like a kid's toy, kid's mm-hmm. weapon, really. And I told you, like, this show, like Avatar, grows. It matures yeah. with a, as it goes along. So season one still feels like a really good kid's show. Season two levels up. 
season three, tearjerker, season four, you're <laughs> bawling. I mean, it's like it's like real emotional type of moments. Basically, you take the Uncle Iroh moment in the last Avatar, multiply it by ten. What? Yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. It's it's really it's really awesome. So I've 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 always encouraged folks to. I'm like, wow, if you don't want to read the books or you, or you don't want to watch all of Clone Wars and you're like, what is the one thing in Star Wars outside of the movies that you should experience? Rebels. And now with Mandalorian, they're basically making it the case. Like you you should experience Rebels yeah. because they're bringing up like the likes of Ahsoka and the Mandalorians. And where did Grogu? Grogu was around during Order 66. Grogu survived Order 66 somehow. We don't know how he survived. We don't know what happened. He was a Padawan. And he's very young, very, very little. So it all matters. Like Rebels story matter. Like it's so Dave mm. Filoni is the creator of, of Rebels. He is now working on the Mandalorian, the Mando verse with John Favreau. Okay. So the guy who who made this is it's his first sort of experience working in live action. And they've given over a lot of control to him. A lot like he's directing episodes. He's getting that experience. He's he himself is leveling up. He's a great yeah. storyteller, a great artist, and um and Rebels will show you that. That's for sure. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. But we last time I remember uh last time we said um I don't know what you mean by leveling up. He's a great artist in What is that? Oh my Siri just <laughs> What was that? We just had an experience. Uh I think Siri's talking to us, sweetie. If you want to go over there and just shut my laptop, that would be fantastic. The laptop is speaking to us. Do you think she will do you think she will? If she does it again, again, if she does it again, okay. we'll put her in the corner. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, sorry. I was um, just sorry. Ahead. I was just gonna say last time we said um, that I only watched uh, episode one, two, three, four, five, yep, and then and a bit of six. of six. Yeah. But that's not true because you just mentioned it. I have seen the Mandalorian, and that's yeah, I, I should say that's right. actually the first thing I watched about in, in the whole Star Wars universe. Right. And the reason for that was you. Wow. <laughs> because, you know, we were st we started yeah. talking dating, and yeah. dating. And I yeah. was like, okay, this guy's into Star Wars. And um, The Mandalorian was the latest show that came out. Oh, mm -hmm. that was just releasing episode by episode. Um, or were they releasing episode by yeah. episode? Yeah, episode yeah. by episode. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, oh, I, I kind of want to get into it just a little bit because I know nothing. And, I'm, yeah. and, and um, I remember asking you, hey, is that show, like, is that um worth watching and you were like it's life-changing oh, yeah <laughs> i was like okay yeah so actually I, that. I would even argue now now that now that um you've seen more star wars like what's more life-changing than the mandalorian is rebels okay yeah you get yeah. me hyped <laughs> i'm telling you right now i would recommend this over that people like live action i'm i'm, I'm a story person so like I really like the story and the themes and the lessons learned and all that kind of stuff. They're doing it in The Mandalorian big time. Mm -hmm. But it's so much easier to do. You have more control over things. It's just a, a smaller production. And they really go like they, they really paid attention to detail. Like they really wrote a good story and told a good story uh, and kind of carry you along. You just There's filler episodes where weird stuff happens. And there's well, just, like in, just like in the Avatar, there's some crazy moment where they're chasing down a space creature of some kind. You're yeah. Like, what the heck is going on? It's just one random episode. You know, there's a, there's an episode where there's just only the droids are in it, right? It's only the droids. And you're like, well, that's awesome. Heck? though. It is awesome. <laughs> and I am so glad you said that because I love that episode <laughs> and uh, I love the droids and I love all the kind of quirky little, little sides of, of star Wars. So, cause kids think it's cute. I think it's cool. And I, I'm, I've always been into 
like what's fascinating about Star Wars for me was all of the creatures, the aliens, the droids, the different spaceships, the different weapons, the different factions and groups. You're like, what is going on? This is a whole new world. And it was like created in 1977. Like it was revolutionary. Like it was like kind of this new, new thing. And it just really, really expanded and took off. And it's just beloved by so many people. So yeah. Um, anyways, so that's, that's cool. Uh, okay. Where were we? Lost, almost lost my train of thought there. Um, yeah, we are freeing the Wookiees. Right. right? And we learn the big secret gets out. Um, yeah. That Kanan is actually a Jedi. And every time we've watched this, we've watched this a couple of times. Have I not been like, I, I've been like, sweetie, watch, stop, whatever you're doing. Like you're, yep, you're chopping veggies or cooking. I'm like, oh, here it is. Here it is. And he, he's just like, I'm about to reveal the secret kid. And he just like, you know, stands up. And I'm telling you guys, if you've watched this episode or if you haven't seen it in a long time, go back. It's around 13 minutes into the episode. Kanan gets up and starts walking towards the firing storm, uh, stormtroopers. And what did I say was cool? Do you remember what I said was cool? Yes, I do. What, what, what was it? He dodges um, yes. the blasters. Sh- yeah, the blasters. Blaster fire. Yeah. yeah. So like as like one bolt comes and it's like a slight kind of thing, you're like, wait, because the first one's real subtle. This is the attention to detail I'm talking about here, okay? <laughs> like the first time he dodges a blaster bolt shot, it's like real subtle. Right. It doesn't look you like You don't even know if he much. really did. Yeah. You're like, huh? Did he? Like you a question mark goes off in your mind. You're like, did he really do that? A couple more fly by. And then he, then the, then the, I think it's the fourth one. He really moves past it, like it was gonna hit him, and he like moves. And you're like, oh my gosh! Right. Like you get this quick moment where you're like, he's a freaking Jedi. Yes, and I almost ama- imagine that he, the the time we see this in, it's it's much faster. Actually, it happens like much faster. He's not just doing, you know, right, the right. Speed we see it happening it like like, a, like it's, it's, it's a slowed like, down moment yeah it's for us so we can see it it slows right. down for us that's a good point it does feel like that doesn't it yeah or you could almost question it one way or the other or is he mm-hmm. really just that confident you know but yeah either way it's it's sort of uh we we get we it's emphasized and we get to see it and it's just sick yeah and then boom he pulls out the lightsaber and agent callus is like fire on the jedi yeah you're like oh my gosh so just sort of cool when you when this first came out, you didn't know what this was about. Okay, it's the Rebels. You're thinking, awesome, right? Whatever. This guy's got a lightsaber. Why? The Jedi are supposed to be extinct. Who is this guy? Yeah. So it's it's one of those cool stories. Like, how? You know, like what is up here? I mean, and that's when they introduced the Inquisitors and, and them hunting down the Jedi and all these really cool things. So uh, kind of the last couple points here. One of the Wookiees, I had you write the Wookiee's name down. The little one, he runs away. Kidwar. Uh, Kitwar. Yeah. Yeah. Little Kitwar runs away, the, this, this little Wookiee, and Ezra takes after him, and he has this whole moment where he's like, I work alone, and Kanan's like, not anymore, right? He's still with him, and he pops up there and helps get um, Kitwar and Ezra away, but I thought, what is Kitwar up to? Will he ever come back? I don't think, I don't know where, and, and this, is just, this is not anything that you can answer, sweetie. It's just one of those things that I think about in terms of like, later star wars content like in the mandalorian is he a wookiee that could show back up or something that'd be so cool it'd be really cool especially that'd be so cool if you called that <laughs> wouldn't it i know it'd be, it'd be awesome it's like he's a wookiee that then needs to kind of um if you need a wookiee in the later productions why not name him kitwar why, why not bring this wookiee back it's someone right. who was saved by ezra and maybe inspired or maybe he went back in his little 
his little Wookiee kind of treehouse, and he hmm. carved a little picture of this lightsaber and this kid who saved him. You know, maybe he oh thought about that goodness. as a Wookiee kid, and it stuck that with him. That would be so cool. Yeah, I like thinking outside the box on the on those those stories and, and trying to see where they go. Maybe he already did show up, and I don't know if it's a comic or something. So if that's the case, you guys let me know. But uh, yeah, I just think it's uh, kind of a cool cool moment. So uh, yeah, he's reunited with his family, the Wookies, and there's there's this talk about. Uh, Ezra's like so once once that's all settled Ezra's kind of like so all right where do you guys drop me off are you guys gonna drop me off and he's kind of got his head down sort of like I guess I have to do this and and he's just sort of accepted like okay it's over yeah they seem kind of sad like Chopper's kind of trying to wave at him as he's walking by and he's just like just moseying along Um, he does hand back the holocron to Kanan pass the test Mm -hmm. it's good and Hera's like he passed he passed so he opened it, um, but right before that, he stole Kanan's lightsaber. And he's going to take right. that back to his little his <laughs> little hideout uh, on Lothal. So. And uh, then we have Kanan follow him, and he gives him the choice, right? What do you think right. about this moment where he's like, actually, it's really well shot, too. Ezra's standing there, and he has the lightsaber. He's already given the holocron back. What do you got? Yes. Yeah. And then we don't see Kanan yet. Yep. Ezra's just, just, you're like, is he talking to himself? And then the camera camera, (laughs) Mm -hmm. kind of moves um, and we get to see Kanan is right behind him. But he asks, what is the force? Yeah, what is the force? And that's in my notes because that is a big question. Okay. He says, what is the force? And then Kanan says, the force is everywhere. It surrounds us. It penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. Right. That's actually the, the line that Obi-Wan uses when he explains it to Luke in episode four. So Kanan is sort of repeating some of the Jedi code and the way of the Jedi and their understanding of the force. Um, that's why his line sounds very similar to what Obi-Wan says. So it's just kind of a callback to Obi-Wan saying that in four, even though this was this was done after episode four. And it's all weird as to when yeah. things were like released or, or published versus where they are in the Star Wars timeline. This is before episode four. Um, right. But yeah, it surrounds us, penetrates us, it binds the galaxy together. Um, and actually, I'm sorry, that was, um, yeah, and Yoda says it. Yeah, sorry if I'm mixing those two up, but it's said in the originals. And so mm-hmm. just kind of a cool cool thing as to what is the Force. Yeah. Did you ever um, record an episode just on that question? Uh, I don't know if we have. Um, there's different aspects, too. They said, and like in Legends did a lot of different things. Like in the old Star Wars timeline, they really got into it. There was... Um, in episode one, George Lucas starts to kind of, you know, you've seen that, right, with Qui-Gon Jinn yeah. and Darth Maul and everything. Um, they take Anakin's blood and they say he has midichlorians. Well, what are midichlorians, sir? And he has this, he takes a blood sample from mm-hmm. from Anakin. And he's like, he has more midichlorians than Yoda. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Right. And so it was kind of a concept that got, like, laughed at by a lot of the Star Wars fandom. And they didn't really like it because it kind okay. of was like almost putting a power scale on people. So like, well, if you had more midichlorians, does that mean you're stronger? Is there a way just to like clearly say like, if you have 20,000 and I have 15, that Mm -hmm. means you're stronger. And I remember these charts were coming out back in the day where people were like, oh, Obi-Wan's only got like, you know, 15 (laughs) and like Qui-Gon Jinn's got like 11,000. And it's just like, what the heck? How are you guys making this up? Um, But they were trying to power scale the Jedi and, and try to have an understanding of who was more powerful. And I think it's it's better to leave it more ambiguous and open ended. You know, let the it's, it's more about like which form do they use, which force powers do they know, 
combining it all together, being one with the force and, and all that stuff and, and stuff. So it's, it's a mystery. Yeah. I think the force should always kind of be somewhat mysterious yeah. and not completely understood, right. you know? Yeah. So. It's, it's almost like a, yeah, kind of energy and they know how they can, they are just more sensitive to it. They know how to control it. It's, it's what move what, yeah. What moves the energy of u- the universe really. It's, yeah. I don't, yeah. It's, it's just, I mean, I have, I don't know. Right. But it's it. I love that it. mystery, and well, and let me say this. I'll say this too. So, so, we, so there's some intrigue. More is explored of the Force in Rebels than I think any other uh, part of Star. Oh, Wars. that's awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. It is actually really awesome. There is one arc in the Clone Wars where it's like these Mortis gods and understanding the Force, but literally in this series, they discover more and they learn more and they go further in the Force than I thought they ever would. I kind of could not believe it. When I first was watching it way back in the day, I was covering it as it was coming out. And I was just like, are you serious? Are, is this canon? Like, I was just like, are they really doing what they're doing? Are they really telling us this about the Force and showing yeah. us these different things? And it was just, it was fantastic. And I, I, I loved it because uh, it was just cool and fantastical. And it had this big sort of mystery. The Force is a mystery box. Yeah. And everyone's, when you get to glimpse inside of it a little bit, you're like, whoa, it's yeah. awesome. And then... Every time they let you do it, it's cool. And so you don't want to do it too much, but you want to do it enough to where yeah. people are like intrigued. Like, let's go back and see it from a different angle. And you can yeah. never see it from enough angles because it's that infinite inside of the box. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I think is is going to be neat for you to see in this series. Yeah. And it's just so interesting that the force is with, you know, it's strong. Mm-hmm. What what drives the force? And obviously there's a dark side and a light side. Mm-hmm. And like we all all have, you know, that dark and light side in us and we know both are they can drive us to do great things right right so that's it's super interesting well it's hey you want to make your (laughs) harry potter connections i I know i know i just thought about i don't know if people think like oh my god they're making harry potter and avatar 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 yeah (laughs) connection left and right and i don't want to hear this but no i think it's cool i think it's fun to kind of cross (laughs) fandom sometimes and talk about it because that is exactly what um uh olivander says like yes. he's talking about the wands and he was yeah. like you know he who must not be named he mm-hmm. he did great things yeah. terrible but great you know <laughs> <laughs> bunch of potter heads oh get them out of here <laughs> no i'm kidding no i figure if you like i mean honestly if you like star wars you're gonna like a lot of different things like lord of the rings you, you're, you're gonna yeah. like harry potter you're gonna like all those other, other things as well too <laughs> Uh, for the most part, for the most part, maybe not Star Trek, but um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, a lot of Star Wars fans. Whoa, do not Captain like. Kirk! I know, I know, and I, I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm torn. My mother loved it, and I, I also grew up <laughs> loving it. So, uh, but Star Wars is my true, true love. Not true. What? <laughs> I hear it, buddy. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so cute. Okay. Friends, uh, that is it, I believe, for that is season one, episode two, Spark of Rebellion, part two. And uh, we'll be back with episode three next time. Again, we're just doing shorter, shorter episodes, just kind of reactions, big takeaways and thoughts. And it's fun because I think it helps you internalize it more. Because when you binge watch these things, it goes by quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It? And you're like, what? That happened when? Who? Yep. Where? And it'll help yep. you pull out those little moments and amplify them because i actually forgot the grand inquisitor was even in these first two episodes (laughs) right it helps you five seconds yeah right it helps you remember stuff and i mean we're both teachers and that's the thing you can't just lecture your students about facts you have to talk about it you have to talk through them so it sticks with you know the knowledge really sticks and 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 
lasts yeah. for a longer time. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. Um, one thing I just want to yeah. want to say one more thing, and Ezra doesn't know this uh, that I'm this uh, I'm about to say this because it just came across while we were talking. I'm like, wow, you're you're so knowledgeable, and I just want to give you a shout out here, oh, and my. I want to I want to ask you know our listeners, hey, if you if you enjoy the show, I obviously I want I want you to be successful with um, what you love. Yeah. And often we just, we listen to our podcasts and we love them, but we, you know, I, I, I do that all the time. I listen to podcasts. I really enjoy them, but I never go really and give them a review or any likes or anything like that. And yeah, now I'm, I'm like, now that I do that myself, I'm like, why? Because yeah, yeah. they, de- they just deserve it. And I think you deserve that, sweetie. So Aww. if you, if you feel like, You're... yeah, it's, it's really fun. And I, I really like that show and I like learning more about it through your storytelling and your perspective yeah yours is Ezra <laughs> he's <Yeah>. sitting across <laughs> from me, <laughs> me. um me. then yeah just just think about you know maybe give him a review um oh sweetie that's really sweet honestly <laughs> thank you for that because I did not expect you to do that I didn't think you were going to do that at all uh yeah no I, I and I I think like I I've always told folks on this podcast I'm a podcast consumer myself I really enjoy other Star Wars uh content creators and podcasters different fandoms and I really just love the positive energy people bring. Yeah. You know, that's the thing, too. Is if, if you're not, and if you're being really negative and hateful and stuff, then I'm out. But uh, for the most part, people who are out there trying to be passionate about their 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 thing, you know? And I, I just, <laughs> I love it. So I want to be, you know, a good storyteller, a good explainer, a good master. I want to be a good, uh, you know, good Jedi master. So I'm trying my best. So thank you. That was really sweet, sweetie. Uh, all right, friends. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, if you would, that'd be awesome. Uh, a review on iTunes or anywhere else would be would be fantastic because that really does help the show and and it, it helps us grow quite frankly so it's kind of where we're at and also sc- go over to youtube and sub- subscribe i've got some links down in uh in the, in the uh, description and then you guys can find us at hyperspace hangout and then we'll list our other projects down there as well uh in the description so uh all right thanks again sweetie this was wonderful uh you guys can follow our couples account at fleur and bill you can follow uh lottie over at charlotte sue and you can follow me at Wamprat underscore two do you hear it? You hear the rhyme? Yeah. Yeah, it's good, right? Right? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, friends. All right, thanks so much. And as always, may the force be with you. Hey friends, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave us that review, check out our extra episodes on Patreon and Apple Premium. This is the way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.